Hello, citizens. It's Dr. Phil. Sean's having a week. I'm having a week. He's been busy. I've been chased by tornadoes. Everything is going to be fine. But for now, we're going to bring you a classic episode of the Whip Around so that way the smiles will continue as you commute back to school or back to work or back to, you know, walking down the hallway to your home office. We're here for you every week without fail, even if it's old us in new... You know what? Sean would Sean's head would explode with the time stream. I'm not going to mention that. Anyway, a couple things real fast. I just want to give a quick shout out to citizens Kevin and Crystal, who said the other day that they woke up with the sweet sounds of the whip around in their ears. And uh, although we love all of our citizens and we are happy to do that for you, I recommend just listening to the whip around in the morning because shouting across county lines for you is really doing a number on my voice. Uh, and also a shout out and something to look forward to citizen Gabby, who you've heard us mention many a times had reached out to us and wanted to know if she could help out the whip around in any way. And using her creative skills, we're going to have a new feature on our socials. She's going to make a mock-up t-shirt, uh, for the week's show. And, and this is news to Gabby surprise. If we get enough likes on particular t-shirts, I'm setting up a cafe press. You'll actually be able to order those t-shirts, uh, from us and, uh, we, you know, it will help keep the lights on in the studio and it will help, uh, we'll send some money to, to dear Gabby there for helping us out as well. So look for t-shirt designs, comment on your favorite ones. And, and you know what? Hey, citizens out there, not named Gabby. If you're like, I want to get in on this too. Hey, we love all of our citizens that are creative. We love all our citizens that aren't creative, even though let's be honest, most you are because you're fabulous. You listen to us. So if you want to do that, send them in, uh, you know, the whip around podcast at gmail.com. So, uh, other than that, I love you. Sean loves you. Hello from the past. <laughs> so Whoa, now you're sitting there thinking to yourself, punk, <laughs> how many bullshits did you have in the gun? <laughs> See, I did that for lunch. I didn't, yeah. Anyway, fuck all that shit. Are you ready? Yeah. 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 I'm ready. That's as enthusiastic as I get. Welcome to the whip around. <laughs> Phil I don't is, know why we're confused about my level of enthusiasm. Phil is uh, slow pitching the first inning here. <laughs> and we are here at the whip around to bunt you some weird news. The only way we know how. That's right. Which is weird. And uh, I'm Sean Hayes, favorite son of the local dentist community <laughs> and purveyor of the news that tends to lurch and grab and swallow you whole. And I'm not alone. No. I'm here through the magic of magic and physics with my buddy, Phil Laporta, the... Uh favorite son of the local podiatrist community <laughs> <laughs> and purveyor of all sciency manner of stuff and news that is slightly askew there you go on that on that uh, podiatry tip there phil uh yeah. how, how what's up with you particularly the uh <laughs> the you know the cadaver leg um the cadaver leg is fine um phil's got dead parts yeah i'm dead inside uh literally <laughs> so it's oh, really it's no different than last week when I got the cast on it. It's been a week I've had the hard cast. It's fine. It really. Uh, it, Is the hot pink piece. turning heads? 
Oh, it's so sexy on the beach. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the beach of uh, your yeah. living room. Yeah, basically. My cat is enamored by it. And, we uh, sit in front of the litter box, pretend it's a beach. <laughs> basically, Sandy, just put my toes in it. It's great. Um, but really, everything's fine. The big news this week is I'm fucking done with the semester, the grading. It's all over. We're done with this remote instruction bullshit for now. So I'm actually quite happy. To me, this is a bit like the beginning of, of like baseball season. Because I know that I'm going to start hearing you talking about the semester is going to be semester is going to be starting <laughs> semester is going to be like when people are like spring training and nah, 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 nah. like okay fucking okay. <laughs> you got till at least July for that, but uh, before you get to July, I'm sure there's more pressing matters right now. So what's up with you? I <laughs> and your mouth, <laughs> Phil. I I prefer creamy peanut butter. As a rule, thank goodness. And uh, today, this morning, early this morning, hadn't even gotten a chance to start like schooling my daughter yet. Uh, hadn't even been to the well, and I was <laughs> eating my peanut butter and crackers uh, breakfast when all of a sudden I I was like, this peanut butter is chunky. Oh, um, and long story still to come, but I'll shorten the beginning. Uh, my like molar just sort of was like, fuck it, I'm out, and must have had like a like a dynamite vest on, <laughs> blew itself into like four pieces. Oh. I'm spitting teeth at the breakfast table, and my wife is of course, and I understand this. If someone was just eating breakfast next to you, suddenly leaned down and started spitting on their plate, you'd be like, what are you doing? You know. So my molar came out. I stuck my tongue up there, and it was like, don't fucking do that again. Oh wow! Take that out of context, and uh, <laughs> isolate that audio. <laughs> so we had to get me to the dentist, like in you know post haste, and they were they did the thing. They were like, "When you get here, call us. We'll come get you." Um, so I went. They came out. Phil, this the the woman came really? in, a, in a hazmat suit, and I get it because that's a place where there's spit flying all over the place. It's like a middle oh, sure. school. It's like a middle school makeout party, oh. and um, also gross. Yeah, my dentist is really weird. I'm just kidding. Hopefully, great. hopefully there's more experience at your dentist than a middle school makeout party. <laughs> we shall see. Uh, we'll find out soon because they had to. They were, you know, fixed my tooth. They like enlarged something and did something and whatever. And it, but because it was the, the era of the big dumb thing, everyone had like regular masks, then surgical mask, then like fucking blast shield down and the big <laughs> zip up kind of like it was like the movie um, Outbreak. You know, of all the medical professions, yeah, the, easily the most understandable. And they walked me; they like perp walked me in, <laughs> right? And then they were like, "Here is your hand sanitizer. Like, psh, like put your fucking hands out, you know." And I did that. in the room. There's this big, like the size of maybe two and a half, like sort of um, standard Coleman generators. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like much bigger, much more like a like like the size of like a printer at, a, at an office, you know. Okay. At a, so this big thing just rumbling, and it's it's this HEPA air filter oh. thing in every room. So the place is loud; you can't really hear anything. These fa- I wouldn't have been shocked to find out I got tricked into an anal probing by an alien. It was like this is rum- <laughs> this is vaguely dentist office looking. They had to take this rubbery sheet, picture like a paper, and you and you fold it in half twice. 
Yeah. So you got like that size. They shove that basically into the back of my mouth um, oh my to, to catch whatever and to keep spit from, I guess, coming out. It had little holes in it or I would have died there. Died. But they yeah. like shoved it in. I took a picture. Um, I, I showed you, I think. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think I saw the inside. I don't think okay. I saw that in your mouth. But yeah, okay. uh, you sent me the picture of you with like the face shield, like, the goggles on. Oh, well, that too, like, sure. And it was, and yeah. then when it was over, they were like, "Stay right here." And then they took my money, like, "She'll walk you out." <laughs> so um, anyway, everything is fixed. It hurts. It hurts. My daughter was like, "What is happening?" And uh, so I got a new tooth. You know, I'm, I'm sure uh, a couple of citizens out there with dental problems. I know one of them actually is my dad has had that happen to him a lot. And I know you guys are friends. So yeah. I'm just picturing him listening to this going, Bob, oh, no, Sean. Holy shit. Bob, we got to swap pills again. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I'm I'm thankful to my to the dentist team at uh, Hellertown Dental Group. It was great. Sponsor the show, if you like. And uh, <laughs> yeah, they were they were really kind. But the place was just like no fucking around, man. Um, I wouldn't. I, you got to figure. Yeah. You got to figure that's got to be the way to go. So I thought of a little, I thought of a song on the way out because I knew I'd be seeing you today. And it was. Uh oh. Your burgeoning music career? Go yeah. ahead. We got fucked up between your leg and my dumb toothy. <laughs> you got between cadaver leg. I got a fake molar. We got <laughs> fucked up between your leg and my new toothy. We should probably do train wreck headlines, huh? Choo choo, the weird's <laughs> coming through, but I don't think I'm going to top that. <laughs> got news for you, it's already here. Oh. <laughs> Let's keep that train rolling through the station. You know the drill, everybody. I've got weird stuff from all over the world. Actually, mostly America this week, but and you know, mostly, whatever. And mostly Florida this week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, spot the fake and win the day. Here we go. Woo! Alabama police search for aggressive chicken attacking people at ATMs. Man attempts Guinness World Record for yo-yo and sets house on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Man arrested three times in one day under California coronavirus-based zero-bail policy. Hmm. Toilet frog invasion leaves Derbyshire townsfolk scared and baffled. Woman charged after calling 911 to have fire put out in crotch. Nearly, <laughs> just laughing oh, at your no. laughing. Oh, no. Nearly half of men say they do most of homeschooling, and 3% of women agree. Okay, first off, these are amazing. Yeah. Second <laughs> off, these are too fucking slow. Alabama police search for aggressive chicken attacking people at ATMs. Man attempts to get his world record for yo-yo and sets house on fire. Man arrested three times in one day under California's coronavirus-based zero-bail policy. Toilet frog invasion leaves Derbyshire town folks scared and baffled. Woman charged after calling 911 after to have fire put out in crotch. Nearly half of men say they do most of the homeschooling, and 3% of women agree. Okay. All right. So first off, I'm angry. Oh, okay. Because I still don't know what you're doing <laughs> in your fake stories. Number one, oh, by the way, number two, um, I'm covering one of those stories in my Three for the Road. Oh, okay. So you know one of them is... Yeah. All right. So I, do you want me to tell you which one? Yeah, which one are you ruling out? So I know that the chicken is a thing. Oh, wow. I never would have thought that would have come across your news. It did. Okay. It sure so one did. One out of five. One out of five. Phil, Phil, I am like the, the commander in chief of the, the animals are turning on us brigade. <laughs> Fair point. The anti-pigloo brigade. <laughs> anyway, okay, so I know that's out. The fu- the fire in the crotch thing, of course, stands out to me. Um, <laughs> yeah. As uh, what was the second second one? 
Man attempts Guinness World Record for yo-yo and sets house on fire. <laughs> I just, I remembered it, Phil. I just want to hear it one more time. <laughs> Thank you. I'm nervous that one's fake um, because I really want it to be real. So those are the two. So apparently I'm in a, a fire, yeah, fire mood. Pyro here. mood. Yeah. Mm, but where would you, but if one of these is you, let's, okay. Um, I, I'll go with the yo-yo one just because I want to be wrong actually about that. I, you know, tell me it's real, please. But I'm saying yo-yo and house fire is fake. You smelled smoke. There was fire. Ring that bell. You got it. Damn. Sorry, dude. I keep seeing bullshit online about people doing stupid world records from their house. And I was like, how do I write a fake headline about this? I wanted it. Now, something in there is is also part of your little tell. It's just the meta thing that I've been doing. If you know what the pattern is, you would have known exactly which one was fake. So citizen, I have one guest come through. One guest came through and no. So, <laughs> so you know who you are, and no. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, by the way, whoever that guess was, uh, you know, solidarity. I don't because I don't know either. But if you know, uh, we will send you some COVID-free whip around swag. I promise. How dare you say the actual name on this program? I know I should have called it the big dumb thing free swag. Um, <laughs> it doesn't sound right. Well, anyhow, uh, yeah. Shall we transition? I wish I could, but nobody was on fire, really, in either of those stories. So, uh, unfortunately, nobody is dead, which means nobody (laughs) ended up in Sean's cabinet of the macabre. Ah, fuck. (laughs) That's weird. I think you mean the macabinet, and uh, I brought... I do. I brought some some death, sort of death, okay? now Sort of death, okay. Oh, 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 Phil. Oh, Phil. So, so many little but very real reasons for you to be excited about this one. Okay. It's it's a shorty but a goody this week. For some reason, I wanted to say fam. (laughs) Citizen fam out there. (laughs) But again, here's the first thing, Phil. This is another current macabre event. All right. You're rolling in the the present the last two weeks. Yeah. It's, uh, I got to stop soon. (laughs) It's not, it's not where I belong. (laughs) Plus, <laughs> Phil, this one takes place in your homeland. That's right. Pack your Wednesday best because, Phil, we're going to New Jersey. All right. Oh, and, and, yeah. Phil, it takes place outside. What part? North or south? Lindhurst? That's north. That's like literally three towns from where I grew up. Yeah, it's I like told you. I told yeah. you. I there is no central Jersey. I just want to make sure you weren't saying that. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. I, I just, I know there's beach and there's places that I don't go. Yeah, that's south and north. There's and no there, central. Yeah. Well, I don't give a fuck. Look, look. Sorry, it's a Jersey thing. We're going go out. On. Oh, God. We're going outside, Linda. Snooky. And uh, let's zoom to the very first day of the very month of May in Lindhurst, New Jersey. Oh, and Phil. Another reason I thought you'd dig this story, we've got a phobia involved here. Remember, Phil went on and on about some of the different phobias that are out there. We've done a real or bullshit game about them, in fact, I believe. A highly successful one, if I remember. That is correct. I I believe you were successful in stumping me anyway. Uh, (laughs) So do do you recognize this one, Phil? And citizens, you know, let's see. Do you recognize this one? Taphophobia. T-A-F-A? No, T-A-P-H-O, taphophobia. Wow, uh, no, I do not. Not a clue, quite honestly. Hmm. Well, I can say this. The word comes to us, taphophobia, by way of the Greeks. 
my lovelies, my students, my citizens, my dude. Specifically, the Greek word, which I'll probably mispronounce a little bit, tafe, T-A-P-H-E. Don't you Google this, Phil. I'm not. And don't you Google this, citizen, if you're driving. And 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 what? So what taphophobia means? Well, we'll come back to that. It's relevant, though, <laughs> that we're setting our story in Hillside Cemetery, folks. Yeah. In Lyndhurst, New Jersey. Sure. A lovely little spot. And as it happens, little trivia for everyone, the final resting place among many in there of the late Joey Ramone of the Ramones since mm-hmm. he moved there in 2001. <laughs> so. Move? Really? Did he move? I mean. Since he was moved there? <laughs> since he reload? He wanted to be closer to medieval times. There you okay. go. And to the center of the earth. So, yes. May 1st, a notice comes through Hillside's office that a funeral is scheduled for the following Wednesday, and the staff get right to work. Funerals, as many of us know, for good or ill that we know, are not spur-of-the-moment affairs for anyone, least of all the people in the death industry. You can back me up on that, Phil. I mean, sure. it's planning and planning and planning, and you know, paperwork has to be filed, time slots filled, remains situated, uh, yeah. and graves prepared. In the instance of a ground burial, particularly, right. you've got to prep things in a very specific way one one does not simply pop a hunk of dirt out of the ground and plop granny in there like some That's kind pretty of pretty heavy like some kind of a cork going back in no no the um the hole <laughs> for lack of any better term the grave hole um, granny's hole got it <laughs> granny's grave hole.com uh anyway the uh <laughs> you know, there's no other word for it, the grave hole i don't know it has to be carefully dug, um, shored, which is a, this quasi-industry term, shored along the side. So make sure to well, prep it, it and, collapse, yeah. and brace it so it doesn't, you know, yeah, collapse in. You, you want to like, fill it in when you want to fill it in, not fill, beforehand. That would be a grave in, wouldn't it? It would be a grave mistake. A grave in, a grave in. God, oh, the bell for oh, everybody. Careful who the bell tolls, bitch. Com. Anyway, uh, so that would force an unsightly backhoe sort of coming into the middle of grandma's funeral, you know, joining the proceedings to gouge <laughs> out more funeral. to gouge out more dirt during the uh, during the, the talks and all the talks. People get up and give TED talks at your <laughs> funeral. I will. My TED talk. That's how I want my funeral to go. I don't want a eulogy. I want a TED talk. Thank you for coming to my dead talk. Oh, again. Anyway, anyway. So. That's what our unnamed 59-year-old gravedigger and two cohorts set to do, Phil, when they got the notice to prep the grave spot. Sure. Prep that grave. And for some reason that I'm not clear on, our gravedigger, who's unnamed in this story, skipped the shoring part where the Uh walls inside the grave are braced. Skipped that part. So our hero... Uh, dismissed his Undertakerlings, uh, uh, copyright Undertakerlings, by the way. I'm starting to think I know what that taphophobia is. <laughs> and he set to finishing the day's job. Down into the eight-foot-deep grave, he leapt, ostensibly to take further measurements, check for things like stability, and... How'd well, that stability check go? Right about then is when the sides of the grave, the great eight-foot-high walls Ooh. of freshly dug earth, that... Is when they caved inward, pouring Holy like shit. pouring like I'm imagining like cement walls coming down, burying the grave digger rapidly past his feet, up past his calves, 
pinning him inside the grave, battering him as it tumbled and tumbled, filling the soon-to-be tomb up all the way to the man's knees. His screams, and believe you me, everybody, he screamed. (laughs) I don't care how long you've been doing this job. The screams reached his crew, thankfully, who called for help at once. So the man ended up spending a total of 25 minutes held fast, staring up at the sky from inside what was very narrowly his grave. Wow. So taphophobia, Phil, is the all-too-human fear of what? Being buried alive. Being buried alive. And this, this nameless fellow can surely attest to the primal terror one feels as, as dirt rushes in at you, stealing the light, stealing the air, filling your nose, plunging the world into darkness. Now, he's okay now. That was going to be my first question. He's okay now. Physically, he complained of back pain and, like, you know, some chest pains, I'm guessing, because his heart tried to force its way out. Probably. Um, but I'm sure the nightmares are amazing. Oh, my goodness. And, and since he and the others failed to utilize proper techniques to avoid live burial... Well, apparently he's also now got OSHA to deal with. Oh, no. uh, And I'm not sure in that case if he would have been better off just staying in the grave. So so there's your story. A death preceding the macabre event. And uh, by the way, shout out to myself, Phil. Remember when I said you would uh, dig this story? You get Uh. it? You fucking get it? Uh, But yeah, what do you think, Phil, of the story itself, and also, do you suffer at all? Do you think? Maybe it's one that doesn't reveal itself until it begins to happen. Do you suffer, perhaps, from taphophobia? Um, no, I, I don't generally think about being buried alive by accident. That's not one of the, the things that, that jolts me awake at night. Okay. Uh, l- lately, it's just memories of pain. Uh, you know, just the body trying to process all the things that have happened to me. I mean, the uh, fact that there's a piece of corpse in you, though. Maybe you've got some you think, simpatico. It, well, yeah, it's thrilled to be out of the grave. Um, Just trust thrill, me, Tom thrill, says thrilled he's fine. to be here. Tom says he's fine. Okay. Uh, and <laughs> hey, Tom. <laughs> we named it that after Tom Riddle because now I'm a Horcrux, basically. So a whore anyway. Well, yeah. So the cheap Horcrux. <laughs> it's a backhoe crux. <laughs> with that story. Anyway, the oh, the first boy. thing that came to mind that I didn't get a chance to ask you is you would think that being a gravedigger as a profession might come with certain bits of training. I would think that of yeah. course prepping the grave yeah. and making sure it doesn't cave in would be part of the training. What I'm wondering and, and I'm curious if anybody knows or if you know is is there part of the training that is how to get out in the event of a cave in? I mean that, that's one a grave in, buddy, a grave in. Right, I'm sorry, grave in. I don't that, know, that's that, a great question. I, I don't mean, you kn- think that you I don't know the answer. However, I don't know what would they tell you. First, you want to get your fingers facing forward <laughs> and begin to dog paddle the dirt away from your mouth. Yeah, I don't know. Think because, like a mole. Um, because he screamed. You know? Right. Think wormy well, thoughts. Well, and the other thing that came to my mind was I know that a lot of people don't necessarily get buried alive in the literal sense, but I know there's a lot of deaths in the farm industry in grain silos. If you sink into grain silos, you die of suffocation, not from inhaling corn and grain, but because the pressure of that mm. solid on your body, like the solid, like if he, if that only went up to his knees, he is fucking lucky because if that went up higher, the pressure on your torso 
prevents your chest from expanding mm. and taking in air. So you would have died. He could have died of asphyxiation with his head above ground. Actually, had he had he done that wrong, really wrong. Don't don't tease. Um, You're welcome, everybody. Now you can think of that. All, it reminds me also of the uh, the stories you often hear. And there was one I think we talked about in the whip around the sort of chain reaction death of the the sewage worker. Um, there was I, th- I think it was like a septic tank, and someone was ended up falling in. And then another person tried to sort of crawl halfway in to oh. reach in and pull them out. The guy right. inside died. The first person who was trying to get him then died. And I think the third person who's trying to pull him almost died. Th- yeah, almost died themselves because of asphyxiation via chemicals. Uh, right. So anyway, uh, it, um, yeah. Well, that's fucking the ra- well. You know what? Here's wait. Here's the rare macabre anniversary. Nobody died during the event. This is true. It was you know it was a near I mean, a near miss. It but there was someone, death involved, or I, I was couldn't gonna use say, it. It took someone dying to get to this point. Yeah, and the fact that it was in a grave, you know. I mean, yeah. Oh, listen. Just the fact that it takes place in a cemetery, one hundred percent. And Jersey. So, yeah, because that's why I left. <laughs> <laughs> All the I, damn I, I unstable still love graves. Jersey. I miss it some days. Hey, I like I, New Jersey. I'm a fan. I just don't want to be buried alive there. That's all. Yeah, I miss the hot dogs. I really do. That's awesome. So what we're going to do is uh, let that sit right where it was and head to break. I'm going to check on my new tooth. Phil's going to be gentle to his new slash dead leg. And uh, we'll be right back with some more weird shit. Keep digging up, citizens. Okay, settle down, settle down. Welcome to Dentistry 101 here at the Whip Around Dental Institute. I am Dr. Laporta, and I will be teaching this class. Yes, in the back, question? Yeah, uh, is it true that some teeth are bisexual? The cuspids? No, those are bicuspids. Yeah, that's right, yeah! No, they are not bisexual. Now, had you opened a textbook, you would have known that. This is easy. This is Dentistry 101. Do we have any more questions? Yes. Yeah, I was just wondering if um, if there's like a proper dosage, you know, for... You know, how many teeth you can eat at once? Or... No, you shouldn't be eating teeth. This is obvious. Teeth are not edible. They are for eating. You do not eat teeth. You know what? Cla- yeah. Oh. Yes. What about crack teeth? No, crack teeth are not actually teeth. That's teeth actually made of crack. No, that's actually just crack you're holding back there. And I'll thank you to go down to security and give it to the. You know what, people? It's in a thimble. I know it's in a thimble, but it doesn't mean you should be eating it. I got four of them. It's not. Well, I'm glad you have four of them. I think you should give all four to the security guard. Stop! Put the get out of your mouth. You know what? Terrible. People? I know it tastes terrible. It's because it's crack. It's not a. T- you know what, class? You would all know what was going on if you just shared the whip around, damn it. Just share the whip around. It comes out on Wednesday. There's a post on Facebook. There's a post on Instagram. Sometimes there's even a post on Twitter. When you see those, share them so that way people get the information that they need to not eat teeth. That's it. I'm retiring. Fine. Last question of my career. So, like, they're not by. Ah! (sighs) For what they're paying, it's great. And for that, we welcome you back, citizens, for free on the whip around. <laughs> <laughs> free parking, too. Yeah. Just I mean, pull we pull on we, over. 
Absolutely. We, and we don't, and no house rules here. We don't put money on the free parking for you to get. You just, it's free parking. Just right. enjoy the fact. It's right? a place for you to come, to hang out, to do your best, to roll the Do you the have that house rule? To see where you go. What, how, what house rule? You put the money from Chance and Community Chest in free parking. Do you do that? No, we don't play Science! Monopoly. Still matters, damn it. Side note, we don't play Monopoly because we love each other. <laughs> That's a good reason. Yeah. Uh, so I got a short and, and perky science segment this week, but before we get happy, let's talk about the COVIDiot of the week. Sing it. Hey, hey, it's the COVIDiot of the week. Of the week. Of the week. <laughs> it's never going to get The echo old. at the end gets me every time. Well, I like the, I like the whole thing. There's still the derpy guy and the explosion that I'm into as well. <laughs> this is true. So in a first for the covid segment, I don't have a name for this person. Uh, this is uh, fortunately anonymous, and quite honestly, I'm happy he's anonymous, and you'll see why. Is this guy from a graveyard in New Jersey? No. <laughs> no. Our story comes from sunny Santee, California, just outside San Diego. Uh, last week, just a day after city residents were required to wear face masks in public, someone took them up on that offer and went shopping in his local supermarket in a KKK hood. Oh, for the love <laughs> of God. Now, apparently, Santee already has a problem with things like this being uh, th- with things like this. And the city is often referred to uh, by nicknames such as Santucky and Clan T. But uh, I don't want to focus on the covid I want to give full credit to the store clerks and manager that asked them to both remove the hood and himself from the store. But to this uh, hood-wearing racist fat, you can see the pictures for yourself, piece of shit. You, sir, for using this call to health to show your bigoted, racist-ass colors are the COVIDiot of the week and fuck you in the ass. I mean, I don't care so much about his girth, uh, but he certainly deserves scorn for being a racist mess. Fuck that guy. Fucking God. Yes. Indeed. What am I supposed to take it off and get sick? You know what? Yeah. For you, but then we're going to throw you in this hole. So it was nice outside a couple days last week, wasn't it? It looked like it. It was pretty, you know, a couple days last week were perfect in the evening, warm, sunny. But then, in case you didn't notice, it got cold. Fucking freezing. We had frost. And that is to remind you and all of us that winter is indeed coming. Oh. Not the season. The llama. Huh? What? (laughs) File this under stuff that will upset PETA and that they can also go fuck themselves for. Uh, Oh, Phil's Phil's good. He's uh, he's a little scrappy. Ah! He's scrappy it's it's that kind of week here so i um, think it's the leg i think the corpse (laughs) is beginning to take over maybe it is a horcrux because according to my research in horcruxes basically holding on to one turns you into a douchebag so research into horcrux. i'm going to say that the next time someone sees me reading a children's book (laughs) so i'm I'm researching engines that could why they're (laughs) catching me reading a little engine that could is a whole other episode so apparently members of the genus camelidae Camels and llamas have been used to help develop antibody therapies for years now since 2003, uh, specifically when SARS first showed up. Uh, they have not uh, – camels and, and llamas and things have not one but two naturally occurring antibodies that allow them to fight off infections. One is very similar to human antibodies and one is much, much smaller. They keep them in the humps. That's right. What do you think is in one of those humps? One of them is normal antibodies, and one of them is nanobodies. They're so small, they can be nebulized, like in an inhaler, and they're much easier to work with in terms of modification and manipulation. 
So where does Winter the Llama come into this? It sounds like winter is ending up in a blender, but uh, I, I, I'm not, I can't be sure. Oh, no, we're not blending poor winter. Four years ago, when she was just nine months old, she was immunized with proteins from both MERS and SARS in an attempt to create antibodies for those diseases. Sean, what type of disease is SARS? Uh, uh, I thought it was a respiratory type disease, like a flu mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And what type of virus is it? COVID. It's a coronavirus. Yeah. It's a big yeah. dumb virus. At, well, no, specifically, remember, coronavirus is a class of viruses. I know when we have a novel big dumb thing or whatever. And that's the big dumb thing we're dealing with now, but it's still in that class. Um, so here's here's what came out this week that I had no idea that this was going on or that camels and llamas were, were being used in these ways to, to, to produce these antibodies. But in a peer-reviewed study that's going to be published this month in the magazine Cell, researchers from UT Austin, Hook'em Horns, the NIH, and Ghent University in Belgium show that Winter's antibodies are actually effective at blocking the big dumb thing from yeah. entering cells. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, now, as always with these preclinical studies, it works in the lab, next step is animal trials, and then finally by the end of the year they want to do human trials later this year. So no guarantee this will work, but this may be the winter of our content. Don't you fucking misquote Shakespeare at me, <laughs> bitch. So it's just a little good news and a little sunshine for everybody. So what do you think? Llamas saving us all or, or is this some good news? What do you think about the whole thing? Did you even know llamas and camels were, were being used for this kind of research and that they had those properties? I don't, I don't like it. Why not? Talk I hope we get cured and everything, but okay, here, here's, here's a little. You just don't want, it, don't want the llamas to get credit. Is that I what don't. It is? I don't. And here's, the, here's why. Go ahead. Show your and work. and uh, I, I'm, I'm now I'm being scrappy, but there's this new movement to make llamas like a thing. Like everyone, oh, I love llamas, and there are these shirts that I como te llama, and 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 llama this and llama that, and it's like, look, if you're not nine years old, cut the shit with your animal crushes in the first place. I'm not saying don't like animals. That's fine. I'm not accusing you of being Joe Exotic if you have a favorite animal. But when people start, like, making it a thing, like, ugh, I have a llama sticker. Like, fuck you. So I'm worried this is going to make llamas even more in my fucking life from grown-ups who have a crush on a weird-looking animal that stinks, by the way. You know, llamas and, and, like, the whole dromedary, I think they can give you syphilis through their spit, too. Well, there you go. Take, take the good with the bad, man. If we can get a if we can get a vaccine and an antibody treatment for this, I mean, I'm all for it. I don't care where it comes from. Yeah, but don't tell me. <laughs> tell me it comes from a camel. Bend the truth if it came from a llama. So you're okay with the camels get this? Yeah, I'm not speciesist against camels. <laughs> I'm speciesist <laughs> against humans who won't shut the fuck up about llamas. So uh, llamas way, hate I never heard you. The llama thing and. I, Llamas don't hate you. They hate you. Why? What do you? Did a llama touch you in an inappropriate way, and you're working through this? I would never let that happen to me. Never. But if you, but you know what? Never. You might be able to buy. You know what you might be able to buy what? insurance against that. And it's time to play real or bullshit insurance edition. Phil, I fish Phil, for segues on this show in I, every way possible. Peek behind the curtain. I would have come up with it. I had like a game halfway built for the dental emergency today. Uh, this is my fault. <laughs> so citizen who's, who's, who's rolling your eyes with me out there, it's, it's my fault that we're about to play a game about insurance. 
<laughs> this is like the Star Wars prequel <laughs> trade federation like negotiation hey, trade hey, hey. talks. Be, be happy it's not Rise of Skywalker. So anyway. Sh- oh yeah, because that's as bad as the prequels. Come on. All right, it's better, but come on. But what's, I made that, but what's that saying? Fuck you. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Here's my jar of Snokes. <laughs> Real, fuck you. Guess, God damn it. Guess how many Snokes are in my gumball machine. <laughs> and win the office prize. <laughs> ah, all right, I'm fine. I'm not angry about that still. Anyway, uh, so in lots of places, the most boring of sports, golf, is back on. Mm. And I learned this week that in Japan, they sell hole-in-one insurance. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, so Japanese uh, culture has superstitions that hold that luck is balanced over a lifetime. So if you have a big lucky moment like shooting a hole in one, you are bound to have a shitty day unless you spread that luck around oh. to those around you oh. through the manner of drinks and shit and parties and things like that. Okay. So if you hit a hole in one, everybody who witnesses it, everybody that was on a course that day, you got to invite them to a party. You got to buy them shit. So Ew. what ends? Yeah. Tell me about it. It's not it. very so- American. That's why it's in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) So it costs uh, a Japanese golfer 65 bucks a year to carry this insurance, and it covers up to $3,500 for the party you throw. And, of course, that set me down a wormhole. What other kinds of batshit insurance out there can you buy? Okay. So I've got seven offerings of insurance, (laughs) but some of them are backed by Laporta Bullshit Insurance Limited. I Tell st- me which ones are real st- and which ones are bullshit. I still trust it more than the general. <laughs> Ring that bell, please. There you, there you go. go. All, All right, right, Phil, let's let's play insurance. <laughs> you seem more on board with this than you did five minutes ago. I'm not. <laughs> Thanks for faking it. <laughs> no, I'm in. I was in the whole time. You had me at insurance. <laughs> Here we go. Fantasy sports insurance. Covers a participant in a fantasy sports league for the buy-in price of the league if they have a player on their team whose injury results in them missing more than nine games. God, I hate fucking sports gambling shit and fantasy. I know you do. So I'm going to say that that's true because I'm jaded and feel like uh, real. I'm going to say it's real because I'm bitter about the whole endeavor. I hate to say it. Ring that bell. Oh, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, dude. In in some leagues where they're like super high priced leagues where it's like I, 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 I don't want to know anything about fucking fantasy yeah. shit. I get it. All right, next one. Here we go. Lottery insurance, specifically covering small business for the cost of rehiring workers if they all pool in the office, hit the lotto, and quit at the same time. Um, it does sound clever, but it sounds like you're kind of clever, so I'm going to say bullshit. That's real. Really. Yeah. <laughs> that is so weird. If you are a small business owner and your people are playing the lotto, you can hedge your bet on paying rehiring costs and shit. Insurance companies are fucking evil and savvy, aren't they? Like, of course you would you know can. better than I would. Why? Well, you worked for. I worked for a work- finance company. Never mind. Moving on. Number three, right? It was finance, not insurance. Edit here. It ended in A N C E. Multiple so birth insurance. <laughs> Multiple birth insurance covers soon-to-be parents in the event that they are surprised by twins or more and covers those extra costs. Mm, see, that's right on the line because it seems fucking stupid because, like, you should, through technology, be able to determine how many people are in there. Hey, hey, hey. 
Padme was surprised by twins. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, stop. <laughs> you reference these prequels. I'm going to do it, too. Don't drag me down this bantha hole. <laughs> episode title. Hey, I'm, sh- I'm ashamed, too. Stop it, citizens. Uh, I'm going to say that, too, is bullshit. That, too, is real. Ah. <laughs> ah. Oh. I hate insurance. You're not one for three so far. How are you going to sell them insurance or something? Where like, look, we looked inside. You're good. <laughs> and yet, you know it happens. So, I mean, now as far as I know, by the way, it doesn't cover like down the road costs, like college for two kids, just like hospital costs for multiple days. Fine, whatever. Fuck them. Anyway, alien abduction insurance no, no. covers the mental and physical damages done to a person due to no. a close encounter of the third kind. No, bullshit. No, no, no. And even if it's real, bullshit again. Bullshit, Phil. It's real. <laughs> I'm, ring- I'm ringing the bell anyway. Because that's fucking no, bullshit. No. Desi, you take that ring back. I don't Desi, get the buddy, I don't get the ring back. I don't get the point, but that is so much bullshit. <laughs> Who sells it? It's the general, isn't it? <laughs> there are not too many cover uh, places that will cover that bullshit, but there are places where you can legit buy that. Yeah, you probably pay in cash in a paper bag. <laughs> Listen, uh, honestly, actually, a tin foil wrapped <laughs> pile of cash. <laughs> if you're dumb enough to buy that, you deserve to lose the money. Uh, okay, number five. How number do you five. file the claim? Not, not, not. <laughs> Sorry. Apparently, you are required to submit proof. That's what's fucked up. <sighs> I want to meet the adjuster who's on that. Then why don't you just have, like, George Washington insurance? Just in case you find out that you are multi-century old former (laughs) president George Washington. Is that number five? Ghost possession insurance. What? (laughs) Ghost possession insurance. No, I'm kidding. Loss (laughs) Loss of value insurance. Covers athletes who get drafted lower than their expected draft position and as a result are not eligible for the huge signing bonuses that higher picks are due. So now the question. (laughs) Go ahead. Is whether you all reeled this or whether you threw in a bullshit curve at the end. Ah, remember, I have seven. You're on five. Oh, you have seven? I totally zoned out at insurance. (laughs) Um, You liar. You said you bought in at insurance. Fortunately, I have Sean lied to me insurance. Yeah, number seven. Which I'm sure you can buy. Uh, <laughs> nah, man. Ah. <laughs> I'm in your head. You are. Sports. I, I, bullshit, Phil. Bullshit. I refuse to believe that. That is real. <laughs> and apparently it paid out a couple of years ago when a Notre Dame linebacker went like 34th in the draft due to questions about a knee injury. And he got paid almost a million dollars because he could have had five million in signing bonuses if he went where projected. You're doing great. You still I, got one. I have no, the, I have no comment at this time. You got one. Next one. <laughs> I'm just excited because you, you always beat the shit out of me or at least you do well. I'm excited I might really get you on one. Yeah, finally, you'll trick me for something. What are you talking? I've won right. Overall in the game. Anyway, hemorrhoid insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Can you hear Sean roll his eyes? Covers lost wages for workers whose jobs require them to sit down for extended periods of time. Well, I'm in it now, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) So what's the difference? Again, that is ridiculous. Please have thrown a bullshit in here. Bullshit. Desi, come back. Ring that bell. Oh, thank you. Oh, God. Well, sooner or later, right? 
I made a, that one up. Even a broken hemorrhoid is right twice a day or something. <laughs> and finally, lost sock insurance. Shut up. Shut up. Offers insurance to customers for one year after purchasing a pair of socks to replace a missing or stolen sock. Did I throw in one bullshit or two? <laughs> so now you're sitting there thinking to yourself, punk. <laughs> How many bullshits did he have in the gun? <laughs> <laughs> a dirty harry reference too <laughs> just to salt the wound okay how about this uh, yeah i'm gonna say uh, you want me to say it's real so i can feel it <laughs> no no bullshit it was real Oh man, uh, I, I feel so two shit. for seven. I feel so bad. I've never felt worse that I didn't prep a tiebreaker slash redemption chance. Oh, don't worry about it, man. I, my spirit is broken. I want no redemption. <laughs> I insurance is vile. What the fuck? Who <laughs> sold the sock insurance? Uh, it's a San Francisco San Francisco based company called Beta Brand. Bet a brand. Beta B E T A Beta like Beta Brand. Beta brand. <laughs> Fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you say it <laughs> oh citizens i hope you did better than sean did on that one if you know of any weird insurance or are carrying any strange policies keep yourself, it to yourself we'll be right back fuck that hey everybody are you interested in philadelphia sports of course you are are you a fan of the philadelphia eagles yeah you are are you frustrated by the phillies I know you are. Do you want to hear us go on about the Flyers? How about some Sixers news? Well, you need to check out Potadelphia. Subscribe to Potadelphia and we'll be in your inbox every Monday morning, giving a recap of the previous week's activities in Philadelphia sports. We're going to get you primed for the upcoming week, and we're going to make your drive into work a little more tolerable. So follow Potadelphia, subscribe to Potadelphia, review Potadelphia, and just overall embrace and love Potadelphia because it's really cool. Thanks. What? I know shit about teeth. What do you want? But you couldn't say beta instead of beta? I don't know. I wasn't sure if it was pronounced beta, as in it's better socks than the other guys. Oh, shit. We are back, because that's <laughs> too much to handle at one time. <laughs> We're going to plow right through. Ah. Better believe it. Uh, ah. It is now Act 3, and it is time for our fastest part of the show. Hopefully my whole teeth don't explode and fall out while I do this. It's time for three for the row, that time of the show where Phil and I talk about the things we didn't have time to talk about during the regular run of the show or didn't fit in with the theme of the show, such as it is. Phil and I are going to volley back and forth three times a piece, 30 seconds per turn, talking about stories that are burning a hole in our brains. Once 30 seconds is up on any given turn, you're going to hear something a little like this. And that's Destiny Decibel, also irritated by the insurance game, saying that it's time to shut the fuck up, move on to the next person. Once we go back and forth like that three times a piece, that'll be it. We'll do some plugs, some chit-chat, some whatever, and that'll be the show for the week. And then we have to wait a week before we can talk to you again. Uh, but uh, yeah, more about that later. We did not talk beforehand. Phil, who's going first? It shall be you. It shall be. I guess it should be, because you talked last in the previous act with that we lovely game. We kind of have game. a method, don't we? Yeah, sort of. So, did you buy any insurance for this last segment? I'd be lying if I said I didn't think about it now. <laughs> Are you fully covered for the next 90 seconds of your life? Fuck off! 
Are you go? Okay, in being right, one last time news. A North Carolina woman visiting another lady in order to, quote, do her nails inexplicably waded up to her waist in a pond to pet an alligator and shock her she was killed. But first, the carnivore bit into her and jerked away and the manicurist, 58, had a very short stint as a fortune teller while still in the pond saying, and I quote, I guess I won't do this again, as if on cue the reptile shot forward, grabbed our dope devil and dragged her to a watery demise. Also, she, quote, evidently ignored repeated warnings by the homeowner couple who just seen the same gator grab and kill a deer days prior in response to the warning the ill-favored covert replied quote i don't look like a deer and the gator well he dissented and someone should spank that monkey news some crazy video surfaced from the indonesian city of surabaya uh, uh, as yes. the video starts a small scooter is driven by a monkey and it drives into frame after it hops up a terrible ride it does something distinctly less adorable and grabs a one-year-old by the hand and drags her along the alley in, a in an apparent attempt to kidnap her. Of course, it wasn't a kidnapping attempt by a primi uh, primate relative to get back at us, but instead a typical old carnival act gone wrong. Monkeys have been used for years by clever street performers to drum up business, pick pockets, and literally grab people by the hand and pull them near the busking performers. Fortunately, the Todd escapes with only abrasions to the forehead. People, just get some actual talent and stop using and abusing animals in your fucking shows. Yeah, anyway. Uh, in Oh Shit, the Chickens Are In On It from uh, Act 1 News, Louisiana residents are cowering in fear as of last week thanks to a number of assaults occurring at ATMs in one parish. Around 4 p.m. last Friday, Walker police responded to attacks by a goddamn chicken near the uh, building proper of a bank's cash machines, uh, even in the drive through area where pesky poultry, quote, chased people and even attempted to get inside multiple vehicles. Described as reddish tan, 18 inches tall and between 6 to 8 pounds, the as-yet-unnamed feathered felon escaped from the scene prior to the cop's arrival, prompting a citywide chicken hunt. The various social media accounts of law enforcement in the area took turns making light of the situation, but see, that's exactly what happened with the fucking drug smoke pigs a few months back and look where we are now in you're not supposed to shred that news queen's lead guitarist brian may who also holds a phd in astrophysics so he's at least as cool as me said on instagram this week that his chores around the house left him in some pain in a very unexpected way quote i managed to rip my gluteus maximus to shreds in a moment of over enthusiastic gardening uh, first <laughs> First of all, this has to rank highly among the most mundane ways rock gods have been temporarily felt. Second, seeing the phrase, quote, ripped uh, gluteus, ma gluteus maximus to while gardening is a brand new sentence, so congrats on that. Third, I want to send my wishes for a speedy recovery to Dr. May, because I know uh, all too well what it's like to need help getting around the house and how frustrating it is to be hobbled for any length of time. Wow, the two coolest physicists on the planet are injured at the same time. Will the world get by? I don't know. And in the astounding, disgusting power of semen news, recent medical studies uh, surrounding the big dumb thing have shown that the big awful virus is able not only to infect men's baby batter, but can live on in there even as affected men recover. Writing in JAMA Network Open, a team of docs based in a Chinese hospital says the big dumb thing, quote, may still be detected in the semen of recovering patients. Even if the virus cannot replicate in the male reproductive system, it may persist, possibly resulting from the privileged immunity of testes. And by privileged immunity, they mean that dudes can have the virus only in their sacks as our immune systems sometimes skip that area when fighting a virus so that's a fun power your baby bags have holding on to viruses you're otherwise over like some kind of middle school nut-based crush and finally, in a better grocery store than in California news, a St. Louis grocery store found something better to do with their now idled salad bar. That's right. The Deerbergs in Watson Woods section of the city decided that buffets that share normal germs are bad enough, so they probably shouldn't let people trade the big dumb, dumb thing through croutons. <laughs> but what to do with that unused square footage? They turned it into a booze bar. Yes, oh. they filled each of the salad bar's trays with airplane bottles of booze, and they're all 99 cents apiece. I'd like to applaud Deerbergs and say that what we need now isn't kale, it's alcohol. Kale will not get me through this ship, but alcohol will. So for the rest of this quarantine, if somebody asks you, citizens, if you're eating healthy, just pour yourself another drink and thank them for reminding you to eat your salad. Phil, well played. 
well as he played. finishes his old fashioned for the day. Lick that ice, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Phil, speaking of. Yes. <laughs> do we have anything to plug? Yes. Uh, this show is coming out on the 13th of May, and uh, I need to plug my wife, the magician's <laughs> assistant. <laughs> it's it's, it's our funny. annual plugging. It's Phil this and Caroline's our annual plugging. our anniversary. Oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck. That's what I was going to say at the end of this. Check her Facebook page out for some beautiful things, and happy anniversary to the most beautiful woman I know. And thanks for putting up with me and being legally obligated to deal with my shit for nine years. <laughs> my annual fucking... You fucker. <laughs> no, that's your job, pal. <laughs> uh, let's just end the show right here. <laughs> we probably should. Let's limp yes. a few let's limp a few more steps. I'd like to invite everybody, uh that that previous comment notwithstanding, to go ahead and follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook. Uh reach out to us, the whiparound at gmail.com for any of your comments, questions, ideas, feedback, what have you. Also, please re- rate and review the show on iTunes. It helps other people find this show and experience the weird, nutty flavors of our news. And, uh, yeah, so it helps. Plus, it's it's always good to give feedback and let us know what you want to hear more of, not so much of, uh, what you think about Phil's plans for May the 13th. And, uh, if you've got questions. Yeah. Yeah. In the meantime, you have suggestions I for that. I don't know. Anything else, Phil? Uh, yeah, of course. Follow us on Facebook, like you said, and share those posts. And if you have the time, we'd really appreciate you pressing one button for us. Hit that subscribe button. Uh, the more subscribers we get, the more we get boosted on various platforms. And we want to get out there. and We want to make other people's days happy, too. So, you know, it's a big dumb thing out there. and We're trying to make you happy. That's why we're still doing this, even in quarantine, even when my ankle is broken twice, even when Sean's face is broken. <laughs> Yeah, we we're, did it. We're still here for you. Yeah. So, Piece yeah. at a time. <laughs> we're falling apart <laughs> and coming back for you. So, for Phil, for the corpse named Tom that has helped Phil's leg. for this remnant of a show. For my sadly shattered and repaired tooth. For all the horcruxes in between. We want to say that we love you. Bye. Most injured we ever did it. Ooh, throwback. Ooh. Ooh. (laughs) We got fucked up between your leg and my dumb toothy. You got cadaver leg. I got a fake molar.